Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. America's weekly motorcycle talk show. I got me a date with some of the motocrosses up around the way. Your source for weekly updates on what's happening in the world of motorcycle racing. You know how fast you're going? Industry news, trends, the people involved. I'm Ricky Carmichael. This is Kevin Schwartz. This is Josh Timoth. This is Kelly Smith. This is Travis Latron. This is Jeremy McGrath. And now, Pit Pass Radio. Hello again, everybody. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Scott Casper with you and uh, in the studio with Tony Wink. Tony, you've got some uh, in-studio guests this week. Who are they? Yeah, we got Matt George, who's the promoter of the, formerly the promoter of the Davenport races that I've taken over, the vintage flat track races. 30th year we did this this past Friday. Pretty what a, awesome. What a fun time. Yeah, I, it was. I, this year... Unlike last year, I really had a good time. First of all, the sound system was dialed in. <laughs> well, when you're the announcer, that pretty much is all you care about is that you can people can hear you. No, I also care about the safety of the racers. We had well, one. I that, but. We had one bad on uh, turn three. Okay, and you went over there in your golf cart and acted like you're concerned, and uh, mm-hmm. which was neat because uh, I'd never seen you act. Like you were concerned, but it wasn't uh, that big of a crash. No, it, it was it was a crash, and a crash is never good, especially guy, on a half guy mile. Guy laid but, around for a, a while. Well, he he did contemplate getting back on the motorcycle, so he, he did. wasn't. Yeah, bad so. bad choice by him. Anyway, we had a great time. Who were my co-announcers? I uh, had Kevin Waters, who was uh, a DJ for a local radio station in Stewart, Iowa. Yep, and yep. then you had uh, Dave Derringer, who's a Yamaha rep now, been around the industry for 100 years. He did a he great does, job. Both yes. of them did a great job. We had a wonderful time. I thought I, it was a good balance between you, three different styles. I did, too. Mine was n- like no style, and they had style. Yeah, which is they complement each other. It really. Uh, obviously, it was it was a great night. So I just want to thank you um, for stepping up for, on behalf of the racers because they had a great night, too. Thank you. It was good. If you ever listen to NASCAR announcing, or, or better yet, the, the the radio production yeah. of NASCAR, how the, the announcers complement each other, and they just they bring you, you know, you're listening to them as they're coming around, and then they they change the, the pitch and the tone of their voice and sure. everything, and then you guys were nothing like that at all, actually, not at all. But no. uh, <laughs> it was very, it's actually it's completely different. <laughs> Thank, no, it was thank you good. so much. It was good. Actually, I was I got wondering a, where you're going with I got that, a but. lot of compliments on you three, actually, wow. I, I, which I took full credit for. For Sure. Yeah. Um, also, we have Jason Hightritter, who's from Western Power Sports Fly now Racing. Now, you're saying Hightritter. Mm-hmm. Is it like Critter? Actually, it's much similar to uh, Hightritter. Uh, <laughs> Jason? I've actually heard of Jason because he's with Western Power Sports. Sure. He's a distributor for one of our, our big sponsors, and that, of course, is Fly Racing. Yep. Jason is, is the rep here in Iowa and in Nebraska. Is that right, Jason? You can you can actually speak. You don't have to nod. It's, it's radio. You're enjoying the show. It's not, it's not TV. You're enjoying the show, which is, unlike most of the people actually listening, they're not enjoying the no, show. No, I wouldn't no, blame them. No, 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 no. But um, Jason and I have been in uh, a 
lot of we always seem to run into each other at dealerships and stuff. And uh, yeah, Jason's Jason's an enthusiast, and you know he texted me the other day about what do you think of this one twenty five, and so he's into it. He's he's uh, definitely invested in the sport, and um, obviously you know he makes his living off of it, calling on dealers and that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, but I so. mean, they ask you what your opinion is on a one twenty five. Seriously, have you seen how much this guy weighs? I've seen him ride a one twenty five. I know it's not pretty. It's like ride, me riding a fifty. Actually, I can run a 125 still. It's like it sounds like a I'm skinning a cat alive, but and I have to put a top in in it every single ride. Every but time, yeah. I I'll thought sh- you put a 250 motor in that. I'll shred that thing, like won't I? Right? I shred them. I, I can do her. This is uh, momentum. Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, brought to you in part by our friends at uh, Hicklin Power Sports. Of course, you can find all the great brands you know you love at Hicklin Power Sports, onboard financing, and uh, just really, really good people at Hicklin Power Sports. Look for them online at hicklinpowersports.com online. There you go, Tony. Yeah, good plug. Um, so a little backstory here between Matt and me. Uh, we, uh, I, uh, I, I bought the racetrack in Winterset, Riverside Raceway, in the spring of 15. You know, I originally started that racetrack. And um, and so I bought it back in the spring of 15. Joe Chrismore, good friend of mine, was tired, didn't want to run it anymore. It, it didn't, happens. Didn't make the money it used to make back in the heyday. So I sold it before it got really good, and then I bought it back after it wasn't very good. So I'm a real genius, right? Well, you but, sell uh, low and buy high. Well, I did the opposite. But, uh, yeah, no, I did that, yeah. Uh, so, uh, but anyway, we... Um, uh, the neighbor we have the the racetrack the entire time it's been in existence has leased the uh, the field to the north basically for parking and sometimes you need it sometimes you don't but it was only half the field that we would lease and the rest would be in farm ground right and so the uh, um, you know for like Loretta's qualifiers and good turnouts you got to have that parking and that was kind of the place where everybody kind of wanted to park because it was usually the driest um, so the guy that owned it had changed hands a couple times too like my racetrack had and uh the guy approached me and said are you you the new owner and i said yeah and he said well i i I need to sell this property um to you because i'm going to do something different i said bad timing but i just spent all my money on this racetrack and it's going to take me a while to heal and and get get my checkbook built back up or whatever and uh he uh he said sorry i'll give you i'll give you like till winter and then you're gonna have to commit or i'm gonna sell it to somebody else and no tell them they're gonna lease it to you and so at the time it was six grand an acre, and I thought that was absurd. No, I actually Winterset Farm Ground. I think that's probably a pretty good deal. That's about what it's going for now. Okay, but this is a few, couple of years ago, and, and prices did spike, and they're starting to decline again. But at the time, um, I was I was really put off by it. I didn't want to spend that kind of money. I, I, I talked to my dad, who's still alive at the time, and he said, "You need to buy it. The prices are going to be there before you know it." Just bite the bullet and buy buy the thing. Go borrow the money, whatever you have to do. So I did. I asked Matt George here, uh, knowing that he was, even though they have like they're the they have this racetrack on the south side of town that's private, you know. And I've been invited to every single racetrack and facility, and I'm like the you know everybody knows Tony and everybody likes Tony except for the Georges apparently because right. they had cash, never invited me. They don't like the- ever invited me to anything. Which I had begged for an invitation at one point and didn't right. get one. That's because we don't want a motocross for beating us. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. okay. Yeah, of course. Sure. You flat tracker. So, uh, <laughs> but anyway, no, I, I I got a hold of Matt and didn't really know him that well or at all, really. But at that time, but he came down very gracefully, uh, gave his time several days, 
laying out um, a, a short track, and we, because I thought we'll we'll just run a short track, try to make some money, something different, vertical promotion for me. Let's let's run it at the same time as the motocross. I've already got the, the lady at the front gate taking the money. You know, the concession stands open, the sign up sheds open. We're there. We've got the porta potties. Everything. You know, it it's just seems there. like seemed like a no brainer. First year it was decent. Second year not as good. It, it didn't look very good. I I didn't get the support that I thought I or that I had hoped to get. Right, right, right. And so, well, you're not. It a was a lot of mile. It was a lot of ATVs. Um, those numbers started to kind of go down a little bit. That and uh, it just uh, so we decided to do something else with it. But what I got out of that was my friendship with Matt George. And so uh, Matt came to me and he said, "Hey, you've got a well-oiled machine. I think you you do a good job here. You've got a good crew. I think you need to take over my races in Davenport, which just turned thirty this year." Wow, nice job, Matt. And so I I. Uh, I said, well, let me come over and work that thing with you for a year and see how it goes. And and Matt introduced me as the new promoter to everybody. And I'm like, hang on, pump the brakes, buddy. Yeah, just a bup, 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 bup. But I, uh, I ended up buying it. And so this is my second year. Uh, but Matt's been there helping me with track prep and, and any questions I have. He's been there. You know, he was there for Matt, a few days. Matt, what are, your, what are your thoughts on the second year? Because the first year, it seemed to be something in progression i got mm -hmm. that right and i've yeah. been with tony for i don't know 32 years and it seems it seems that long anyway but um the second year compared to the first memory serves that the second year was a whole lot smoother your way, thoughts way smoother way yeah? smoother yeah and from from your perspective as the former promoter and you did it for what 16 years yeah okay um you're never going to make everybody happy all the time but this year, I didn't hear one complaint, not one complaint. And from the people in the stands to the people that were in the pits, not one complaint. It was a very unique experience for me because usually I'm the guy with the loudest voice and, and they're going to come complain to me first. Yeah. Right? Well, I think a lot of it was the announcing job that you guys did. There really. you go, yeah. No, so I, that, what you're I mean, saying is that smoothed everything <clears throat> over? Well, it, it did to the to the fans okay i mean it was it was entertaining it was we were very funny um <laughs> <laughs> that's me patting myself on the back imagine yeah. you know i had to i had to sleep in moline did you mm. know that no i didn't I had to hear go that. over i had to go over the crazy um what do you call it uh, centennial bridge yeah but it's like built for a railroad Oh, yeah. Okay, but they've made it into cars yeah. or two lanes of car, and it's very high. Mm -hmm. I don't know how, if you, if you think it's it's very high. But the Marriott Residence Inn is like sleeping in a castle. Yeah. So it was just, once you get there, you go, I never want to leave here again. Well, we had we had reservations at the Residence Inn in Davenport, but they uh, the, the day before the race, I got a bunch of emails saying, Thank, how was your stay at the residence inn and here's your here's your receipt and i'm like wait a minute so they they had screwed up the reservation whatever again second year again second year. but uh hey we got it we got it done but but it was great it was a great place to stay but the track the accommodations the security everybody was there and uh was working toward the common good yeah and, and i thought that was very cool from from uh mindy uh who operates the the infield concession stand who gave us our water um, I thought she was just a, a prime example of the of the people you'd want around you. I didn't have a whole lot of experience with Mindy. Well, but she's kind of hot after you, so <laughs> I just want to let you uh -huh. know that. Um, 
No, I think it was. I think you're right, though. I think it was definitely a better better show. I had Ron Whipple there to to help. Who uh, WFO Promotions ran arena across for years. I had some of the scores. Sure. Uh, my score station, Brett. They they're very good. They were um, on track, on target. Um, and then we had some of the scores from arena cross. Um, we've you know which is obviously not busy right now and they're not even in business anymore but um but we had you know with the announcers and and uh dale jones who runs the the uh, staging along with jeff manley who's my my regular guy those guys work together great yeah. um you know and we had to, uh, zach and tom running the gates and stuff it was good i mean it was how were you doing matt during uh, the time while we were racing and announcing racing what were you doing i was just sitting in a chair okay no i wasn't i was Keeping an eye on the track, and that was another thing that we were real fortunate to keep the race running. Right. We didn't do a bunch of track prep like, you know, normal. Of course. Exactly. I we mean, had 17 inches of rain over there the, in about The point three is days, the temperature but, was right, yeah. so it didn't evaporate all, off no. a lot of moisture. Right. And the track prep um, seemed to be dialed in. Yeah, Tony had the track perfect. Yeah. Well, I, if you recall, uh, Friday morning you called me and said, hey, uh, do you guys go to breakfast or where are you? I said, I'm on the track working, Matt. I've been out here for two hours. That was Thursday. Okay, Thursday. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, I keep taking the race. See, yeah, so Thursday. And so <laughs> I had been working tirelessly for hours by the Jack, time he got out of- are you listening to the show at all? This is okay. the truth. And he's the track prep guy. And here yeah. I had to do all this work. I feel so bad for myself. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I just I just hope I can repay the favor and- uh, Oh yeah, I can't on wait. On Knoxville this weekend yeah. when I show up on Sunday and ready what to go to work. Is that what you're going to do? You're going to go down to <laughs> Knoxville by the way is yes. this weekend. Yep. Saturday and, night. Uh, and and will our uh, will our guest uh, Shannon uh Texter? Texter be there? No, actually she's going to be in Williams Grove, Pennsylvania. Why? Well, they have a national there that night. Who cares? So. Well, I don't care it's either, but national. It's yeah. it's Knoxville for yeah, God's sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us about your event, Matt. You're gonna have it's races Saturday night. Starts at seven o'clock, just like ours. Seven o'clock yep. on Saturday at Sprint Car Capital we, are, World. Hang on, hang on. Are we getting paid for this? I did already. Knoxville paid you money to promote this race. It's Matt's race. But why are we not? Why are we not getting any money for this uh, promotion? I don't. I'm, if it's a if it's a race, a two wheeled race, we should be getting money for it. He did pay me. That's what I'm telling you. He paid me outside oh, okay, the, on the good. parking lot. You're good. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, please continue. <laughs> well, I you guys lost me. That's but okay. the races are this anyway, this yeah. Saturday night, seven o'clock. Knoxville. What, what yep. kind of classes? What kind we're, of what? Are we, what can we expect? It's a, it's a half mile. It's a very yep, fast half mile. Fast, fast half mile. Big corners, short straightaways. It's a momentum track. It's, it's a half mile though. Yep, it's a half and mile on the inside. On the inside, and then yep. what? What do we race in Davenport? What is the length of that track? It, it's a half mile, but it has longer straightaways and tighter corners. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a. It's kind of a drag race type track where a lot of ho your horsepower at Davenport really comes in handy. Okay, okay, but N Knoxville, you're in the corner, so you better you better be good with your corner speed. Got to be a, lo a lot of sliding. So you got to be a better mm -hmm. racer, maybe right. a little bit. Yeah, because you're going to be in the corners longer. Who are some of the stars we're going to see in Knoxville? Oh, we got Tony. Yeah, Tony he, will be there, me. and he. He's a great. He's actually the wheelie king too. I he is to the wheelie king, queen. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Queen. I tell you what, my my Honda yeah. CRF two thirty is. Oh, it's tough to beat. Yeah, you know what it does? It does a little bit of, uh, like the float level might need to adjust because when I get the thing completely vertical, it starts to sputter. I'm gonna I'm gonna. Yeah, but it does that when you're chatter. It's chatter. It does that with both tires on the ground. I've heard it. <laughs> 
<laughs> so the the race is uh, how many? What kind of classes is, we, is we it? Vintage? A, is it? Yeah, it's you, both. What do you have? It's both. We we've got a modern, open amateur. It's just an open, mm-hmm. uh, and a modern open pro. Mm-hmm. So there'll be there could be a TL one thousand Suzuki's running against four fifties, which you know. Which may not necessarily be faster than a 450. I would depends. I would rather be on a 450 well, at Knoxville, right? That's what you're used to, though. True. Uh, you know, you get a guy that's. But I saw it at Davenport, guys. and those 450s ran away from those twins. Yeah, well, ran away from them yeah. in that in that dash but for cash. But you got to understand, those kids were all probably 20 years old and younger, mm-hmm. so they don't know yet that they can get hurt. So you think they just like, got uh, out? Oh, makes were, a big difference. Yeah, the, you the, get scared guy, out of your class. Yeah, the guys on the twins—they're—they're they're older, see, a little yeah. more seasoned. They're—they're—they're—they're they're, they're, they're smarter. I'd rather ride with those guys. I know that, <laughs> but yeah, they're, you're not riding Pikes Peak to win it. You're riding Pikes Peak because it's Pike Peak, right? But Knoxville, down there, there's going to be some money on the line, right? Yeah, yeah, it'll it'll pay a little bit to win. So that there'll be there's going to be some you know pretty good racing now do you do you work with the knoxville nationals cast and crew that some of them will be at my will yeah. work my race so who, who's uh, who's announcing for you i've got aj jackson i don't know if you remember skip jackson which his dad raced he was a world of outlaws oh sure yeah, yeah 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 his, his son aj's been he's been doing some announcing at knoxville okay off and on okay and and he'll be working down there and then adam phillips he'll be working in the pits announcing I um, I remember doing my first race down there is with ABC and they were covering the Knoxville Nationals mm-hmm. and uh, Keith Jackson yeah. came to town and and I was supposed to be his helper yeah and I went oh you know it's Keith Jackson right yeah uh, Mississippi Mississippi State it's Saturday afternoon football mm-hmm. you know it's um, yeah. Keith Jackson I mean oh, my yeah. God I was I was so impressed with. Him being Keith, he said, well, he said, what do you say? Well, let's get a beer and we'll start this thing. And so it was like that Keith yeah. Jackson. I mean, it was that yeah. smooth all yeah. night long. Yeah. And there was never any um, never any attitude. He never he never dressed it up. You know, you could put a, a, right. a fresh coat of lipstick on a pig, but it's still a pig. Right. In Keith's case, he didn't care what he was announcing. He just announced the best he right. could. And he was wonderful. And I just enjoyed being in that tower yeah. with him yeah. at the time so um what are some of the other things fans can expect besides the barbecue joint immediately north of the st- oh of yeah the that sounds shack? Good. oh that's uh, yeah oh, that place they f- they feed me up when uh, i'm down there they, they apparently mm-hmm. know who i am which mm-hmm. is same rib shack from the fair state fair no oh different people. no okay. but these guys have great um, yeah. brisket and sauce oh yeah Oof. and cheesy potatoes oh hello yeah hello yeah yeah, yeah. But uh, now I'll tell you, one of the really cool races we're going to do will be a 12 rider, only a four lap race. It's a dash. It's the Milwaukee Tools Dash. Okay. So what we do is we have 12 riders, and then we go up in the stands and we pick 12 fans, and they come down, draw a number, and then they pick a rider. And if the rider that wins the race gets a Milwaukee drill and impact kit. Nice. And the fan that picks that rider gets one too. Okay. And then and then there's other prizes further on back. But well, one of my friends is um um the the I think he's the owner of Milwaukee Tools. Really? Yeah. And it's it's kind of a cool deal. He sponsored a lot of my athletes as well. Mm-hmm. But um, Milwaukee Tools that's a hell of a brand. Oh, it's the best. They stand behind their equipment yeah. that they sell. You got a problem with it? Yep. Take it back in. Yep. Boom. I, I've got a garage full of their stuff. Really? Yeah. 
Do you I use do. any of it? Uh, all of it. Did you win it in a dash for cash? In Milwaukee Dash Race or whatever you call it? I'm not good enough to win the Milwaukee Dash yet. <laughs> if you don't pay yet. out, if you don't pay out, you, you are yeah. good enough to win. Yeah. It's called being a smart promoter. Yeah. Okay. And then we have a hooligan race. A hula what? Hooligan. Okay. That's a street. It's got to yeah, be. Yeah, we a, know. You know what it is. So does he. Okay. Well, anyway. I'm asking this for our listeners, Tony. You yeah, don't Tony. Have to let him in on the secret. Uh-huh. Yeah, Tony. Let him do his job. So tell us so, about the hooligan race. Okay. The hooligan race. The dash is uh, it's sponsored by JLM Guns. Okay. So it's the hooligan shootout. And they the winner gets a uh, Remington pump shotgun. The J, 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 JLM Guns on yep. Douglas? Yep. Okay. Yep. Good guys. And they're going to start the race with a shotgun blast. Nice. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Woo-wee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Remember that your your dad uh, uh, started At your the race? the hair scramble. Pulled out the dirty hair. And he, oh, my God. It was the only hole shot I ever got in, <laughs> Literal, a, in a hair scramble. It was a literal hole shot. Two reasons. I got... I had, a, I had an arm 250 that would... I had a two-stroke that would start, boom. And I, I knew my dad. He went like this, and he, he kind of... He squinted. He squinted like, oh, <laughs> crap, here it comes. Because the thing would just recoil. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. 44 Magnum with this giant barrel on it. He looked just like Dirty Harry. <laughs> yeah. And I just as soon as he squinted, I started my bike, which is instantaneous. And I and this kid named Zach Sulzberger, who was pretty fast at the time. He probably still is. He came He was on. The, came around the outside. And my buddy Chad Applin, he we called single model on the show. He used to do the single show with us. Sure. He he's like rubbing my shoulders. He's getting me all jacked up, and I'm always like, ah, you know, let it work out. Yeah, he's leave like, me alone. <laughs> you go into that first turn, and I you are like a choo choo train. You are gonna punt anybody out of the way. I want you to full, pretend you're motocrossing and just just be aggressive and just get. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> Zach, poor Zach's turning left, and I come into him like a freaking minivan, dude. I hit the kid. I hit the hit the kid so so hard. He he went flying and I just turned left right. and I, I was like had a, at one point I had a five minute lead and it was at my dad's farm. Yeah. Right, I li- literally had like a three and a half minute lead. See now you know why we don't like racing with motocrossers. Yeah, <laughs> especially cheaters. All right, hey, you know what? As much as I love having the open conversation, guys, we got to go to commercial break. Uh, this portion of our show brought to you by Fly Racing. Fly Racing, by the way, has that new light hydrogen racewear that you've heard about and i need you to check it out in person it's the first true lightweight racewear to the market and the original gear line to define the minimalist effort lightweight category and but when you're ready you've got to stay or when you introduce a product like this what it is you got to stay on the gas and tony what do i mean by that stay on the gas uh brand insurance which means advertising on the show right. and uh continue to develop the line the, the gear has come so far The revolutionary waste adjustment system offers fast, on-the-fly, micro-adjustability with a truly dialed-in fit. A simple turn of the dial delivers unparalleled performance, comfort, and convenience that's huge for all of us. Visit flyracing.com for more details. Hey everybody, this is Jeff May, and you're listening to Pit Pass Radio. Hey everybody, it's Scott Casper from Pit Pass Radio. V-Rubber offers a whole range of... Sports stars. They're like superheroes. But they're actually real. Which is why we've made a podcast about them. You see... They've all got a story. But too many of these stories were cut short. Kobe Bryant. Payne Stewart. Flo Jo. Phil Hughes. Justin Fashion You. We're writing episodes about all of them. And sadly, many more. 
Death of a Sports Star, a new series from Crowd Network.